Hello beautiful people, so I'm so excited we're back with another episode. I took a little bit of break because I went to Zambia with my project, which I will be talking in more detail about in today's episode. And that's why I want to dedicate this episode to dreams and why you should take control of your dreams today. So as per usual, we're going to start with a quote that is related to today's topic. And today is by Tom Coleman. And he says that you have to take control of your dreams. Failure and rejection are only the first step to succeeding. So with that quote in mind, let's jump right into it. I'm very, very passionate about this because I really, truly believe that when you feel that kind of gut feeling and you know that something is for you, you should take all the necessary steps that are needed to achieve that goal and to finish it off. And I could say around two years ago, when I just transferred from Bristol to a different university in London. I felt that it's gonna be good. I felt something is there for me. And the spiritual secret that I am, I trusted that feeling and I tried to align myself with the people and with the circumstances that I felt could lead me to that goal. And the end goal that I'm kind of seeing now wasn't really there at the beginning. Um, it was unfolding process and I think with any kind of dream, anything that you're trying to achieve, it's very unfolding process and maybe at the beginning you don't really see how that's going to turn out for you, but it will eventually happen. Um, I went to the US uh, now seven seven years ago it was for a exchange program for a year um, through an organization called the Rotary and they do youth exchanges among other things that they do but they are also involved in this peacemaking process uh, through different projects through partnerships with different organizations um, I would say they are similar to the United Nations in the way that they're trying to promote peace building activities among local communities but also internationally and I love so much what they stand for. I remember when I went to Chicago uh, to their headquarters I had a little moment (laughs) and I felt like I somehow need to be involved with a bigger organization like this like United Nations um, but you know sometimes when you have such a big dream you kind of have to just trust the moment and know that something's gonna happen and things are possible or sometimes you just have to break it down for yourself so you don't feel so overwhelmed by um, 
what steps you should take to even try to unfold this dream. Uh, so coming back to when I transferred to this university in London, they had they have been offering this course. It was a ten week course, and when I have seen that it's in partnership with the UNHCR, which if you don't know, it's United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees. I felt that this is going to be the right way to enter this world for me, to try to find out more about it and whether that feels good for me and whether what I will be doing will mean something to the world. And I would say it was something like international development connected with the project management. It was great. We were designing a product for specific people in Mayukwa for refugees in resettlement area in uh, in Zambia and it was great it was amazing I felt very empowered I felt very empowered by those stories that I've heard and um, every single week I wanted to get better I wanted to explore different area I wanted to make sure that the project that we are designing will in some way help those who are in need although very abstract concept for me I was just with my teammates, we were trying to figure out how would women in refugee camp deal with the menstrual cycle. Um, it was very difficult to imagine, but it was also very, uh, very enlightening because we realized what the real problem there really is, not just in this particular area, but worldwide. Even in our local communities, there are still girls that really truly cannot afford center pads uh, disposable center pads every single month and then girls are forced to use different pieces of fabric um, cloth socks or leaves to try to manage their period which is insane to even think about it the amount of infection that you can cause um, is literally insane for me and my team has come up with a with a great sustainable solution to tackle this issue, which would be to uh, introduce the concept of reusable center pads, uh, which could be locally made using local materials, which was amazing. And obviously this was just, it was just an idea. It was a project that was unfolding itself. And after this program, which has basically resulted, we, we uh, entered the finals, we won the third prize, which is amazing, but I just, I just, it lit, it literally bothered me inside. I was thinking of these girls, I had these girls in mind that I knew I need to help somehow. I had them in my mind. And I tried so hard to try to develop this project with the help of um, other people, especially one person who is involved with international development. Uh, I tried so hard to help uh, develop this further somehow and I would just think about these girls because I I just felt connected in some way to them and two years has passed one and a half year has passed and I was in a point of my life that I felt like I need to go there. I felt I need to go there and figure it out whether they would like the idea, whether they can use it for the advantage, whether they can start making and start making some money for themselves. And 
I have, with the help of so many people, raised sufficient funds to go there. And this is what I have been working on for this month. And I can tell you, it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life, if it wasn't the most amazing experience of my life. Uh, it is really hard to explain, but um, it was really rewarding at the end because I have met those girls that I have imagined for two years and they were amazing. Um, so just to give you a little backstory, um, I went there with other students from my university in London. Um, and the whole aim was to come up with some sustainable solutions for the community so they can benefit from it. Um, sustainable because we wanted to align ourselves with 17 sustainable goals by United Nations. <laughs> United Nations, I know. And these are millennial goals that United Nations have come up with to tackle the most crucial global challenges that we face at the moment and they want to tackle them by 2030. So by creating the projects and supporting the projects that are aligned with the sustainable development goals, everyone can benefit from them. So because I already had this project that I had been working on, I was kindly involved with these amazing and incredible group of people. And every single day we were working on different ways to try to again develop our projects, not just from a social perspective but also from a socio-economic perspective to create a sufficient business plan and business model so the business can become self-sustainable after a while. But one of the most incredible things was when I have had a homestay for five days with my amazing girls, how I've been calling them for two years. And these girls have so much res so much resilience, so much strength, and so much passion for life that I felt inspired again to be able to create these friendships and almost like a sisterhood with them. Uh, this beautiful family has taught me so much about life in five days and so much about gratitude. Um, there was this woman who was the head of the family who almost with nothing, she was trying so hard and because there is, uh, everyone's waiting for rain right now in Zambia. So there's a dry season and people are struggling, people are hungry people are poor, especially in really remote areas uh, in Zambia. Um, she had so much passion for life. She was not feeding just her family, but also um, she was taking care of her neighbors. She also was taking care of these two orphans um, who she had just taken home, although she didn't have sufficient funds to send her own kids to school she wanted to always make sure that she can do the best that she can to look after everyone around her and I felt so humbled to be a part of that to witness that amazing transformation that I have I have myself gone through and 
I just want to talk about her because I think it's so important that we understand that these people, although they almost have nothing, they can create something out of nothing. And for me, that's a real courage. That's a real entrepreneurship. That's a real trying to take care, control of your dreams. These stories have inspired me. I have met another young gentleman who was a refugee from Angola and he was carving something from the wood and I came by and started talking to him and I I asked him what what was he doing and he was saying it's I'm making uh, necklaces I'm making jewelry out of the wood and then he showed me the final products that um, he was hiding um, under his bed and it was incredible and he said I have never sold one so I kindly offered to buy two pieces from his collection and he was so happy he was like you are my first customer I will never never forget you and I can tell you I have never felt uh, more special in my life but I also have never felt someone who is so genuine and so grateful about something so little and something so small and in that moment alone I have realized how lucky I was to truly be there to experience that with him he was a young guy who had five other siblings and the whole family living in a refugee camp and he truly inspired me because again he had this drive and his passion for his life was contagious and there was this true happiness when he was carving to make this jewelry and I said that you need to figure out the way to sell them I will try to help you I will contact the people that I have contacts with to try to help you and I think that fact alone truly have not just inspired him to do more but to push him to know that he can achieve his dreams and um, he was talking about education he was talking about going to university and to send all of his family members to university and I felt humbled once again uh, there's another amazing story I'd like to share um, at the almost at the end of our trip we stayed in this lodge and there was this young guy working serving food for us always very polite great customer service um, and I asked him I started just talking to him about his life story and he shared his life story about um, growing up in this um, small village so in Africa in Zambia they call it in the bush so he grew up in the bush went to primary school very difficult he tried to pay his school fees um, he went to secondary school, which you have to pay school fees for in Zambia. And he somehow managed to get this job in this lodge because the owners, they told me, the owners saw some kind of something in this guy. Um, they were inspired. They saw that he's got a potential. And if you see a potential in someone and you offer them an opportunity, I think that's it. That's when they will show you that they are the best for you. And they will never forget uh, what you have done for them. 
and I've been talking to this guy and he's the most humble, the most amazing, the most uh, inspiring person I have met. Um, the owners of the lodge are actually paying for his course for for the customer service and for the hotel management and it's incredible to see young person's life being transformed by a simple act of kindness and why am I talking about this I'm talking about this because I think it's so important that we don't consider always the money part as part of our dreams but the service part the social entrepreneurship as a part of our dream it is great to dream big dreams for yourself and to travel the world don't get me wrong I think that's amazing and when you achieve something it truly does feel good but to take it step further when you and your dream involves service to somebody else and them benefiting from your dream I think that's the most incredible feeling that you can have to end on a good note by spending time with these incredible people at the end of our trip we went to present our finding to the United Nations building in the capital in Lusaka I had a moment when I saw that building I had a moment to when I firstly two years ago I remembered what do I want to do and why do I want to be involved with the organizations that are trying to tackle issues that uh, are really affecting all of us and I also had a moment of peace and contentment because the people I have met along this journey have shared their lives with me that I will always share in my heart and I will do everything that I can not just to help them but to thrive them so they can thrive in their life and they can truly achieve their own dreams because I think if you show an act of kindness to someone they will pass it on to another person because it truly is contagious uh, so why am I sharing this story why am I talking about social issues I'm talking about social issue because I've just graduated a few days ago from sociology um, subject and I'm trying to reflect on everything that I have learned throughout the f- three years that I've been studying and I truly have learned one significant thing that we all have responsibility to look after each other and to take care of this world collectively and by taking care of your dreams that involve the issues that are associated with service and with somebody else's lives is what this life is all about if you can help someone who can't at the moment help themselves that's the service that you're putting in this world so please find something anything because when you look around you you will understand that there are so many challenges that we're facing right now pick one thing focus on that and follow that passion that somebody else has 
your service will be indirectly involved and in line with that. If you will change one life in this world by your acts of kindness and by your service, you have done this work right. I wanted to share this story because it is not just about me getting to the UN building. It is also about those people who have inspired me to dream big. And I want to tell you that the people who will teach you the most, they don't have to be in a fancy buildings in London departments. The most incredible people I have met were working at the airports, coffee shops, hotels, cleaning the rooms, cleaning the bathrooms. And I have learned so much from just talking about their life stories. Please, next time you're somewhere, next time you're traveling, please stop by and talk to the people that are working in the hotels, working in the coffee shops, those workers that are doing something to transform their own realities. They are the future writers, they are the future leaders, and they are the real politicians that we should vote for. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I hope that it has broadened your perspective like it has mine. I will definitely do another series about my experience, because it is really hard to talk about it in just 20 minutes. And I hope that you will find something or someone that you can help today or find an organization that you can sponsor or donate money to. Thank you guys so much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye bye.